0: Jurassic Unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Welcome to Jurassic Unicorn. June for short, a show about developing relationships with creativity. I'm Brian. And I'm Race. Let's get this conversation going. Nice,
0: nice, nice. All right. Shoot, dude. (laughs) We're we're gonna just wing it and find our Well, I think the topic was weird. (laughs) Wasn't it? (laughs) Remember you, you wanted to do like uh, something about
1: being weird? Oh, yeah. Embrace the weird embrace or something. The, embrace the weird. you go look at my phone really quickly <laughs> here. <laughs> Ooh. Boom. Uh, yeah. Boom. Embracing your inner weird. Embracing your inner weird. Oh. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know. But we kind of left off. Uh, race, welcome back to the States. Thank you. Feels good to be back. Yeah, man. Month over in Osaka, how was that? It was
0: awesome. The jet lag kicked your butt? Yeah. It I, was
1: really unique.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I got sick or something, but a week later, I was still having issues of um six o'clock would roll around. And then it felt like he's sitting there going, you know. And then I, but I didn't know if it was the jet lag or if I was getting sick. But there was this other thought of what if I'm getting old? <laughs> because Dang it. You know, I I hear this, the story where you reach a certain age and then your clock wakes you up. Yeah. Your internal clock wakes you up at like four or five and your body just shuts down around just after dinner, like six, seven, eight, you know? And then, so there was that thought of, well, maybe I'm just like fully transitioning. Sure. Into an elder.
1: And that was, that might be a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it is on the horizon and it kind of tracks um so you're you're perpetually in japan time i think so i think i'm just locked into it it's never gonna never gonna reset i don't know but i've been waking up earlier which
0: you know it has actually been good because it's if i can just maintain that you know i don't know were were you a night owl when you were young i kind of still am yeah yeah is that does it have any link to like just being creative and and kind of an artist because I have a lot of students that do the same thing. They're just they kind of
1: live within the one two three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think what's the link I, there? I think there's something to also like lack of distractions. You know, there's fewer yeah. things going on, so that's like maybe when the the homework kind of gets set off till you know like set aside till one a.m. But no, I, I was I was definitely a night owl and. I also have kind of started a, an earlier routine, but I do creative stuff in the morning too. So it's, I don't know, as long as there's something kind of fun going on, it works. You remember in college we had our... Oh, we get up at like five.
0: Yeah. Do we meet at five? Yeah. I think we met at five. So it was 4.30 or
1: whatever. In studio to go work on our hustles our extracurricular yeah. hustles.
0: But there, <laughs> But there is like a, let's say... We
1: were pretty tired.
0: Yeah. So just <laughs> <of>, like zombies. <laughs> but but there's just like a four in the morning to probably seven ish when when the world starts to kind of wake up. Yeah. Right. And so that's a pretty good window of time to get some stuff done. But also it's kind of a cool time. It is cool. Yeah. And it kind of smells good out in the you know, like might have some fog, right?
1: We have some fog outside like, right like now. Like <laughs> this morning. Man, it's <laughs> it's seriously an October morning. It's kind of great, kind of spooky out there. Oh yeah. Kind of <laughs> awesome. Can't see ten feet in front of your car. So was it a was it a good trip? You guys have fun, or I guess just you? Yeah,
0: yeah. It was it was awesome. It's always good. It's just it's kind of brutal, for like work. You know? Yeah, yeah. Were you there
1: past opening time? Yeah, I actually got to see it open.
0: Oh, cool. Was it pretty sweet? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's this point where you walk out there, and um, we had the I work with uh, Ryan and then Janet, and they're um, awesome. Both from Australia, they're they're kind of amazing, and. um not kind of. They're absolutely amazing. So uh, Ryan is the uh, creative director, and um, mm. Janet's the on-site art director, and yeah, they're both just awesome. And so what's crazy is we go through kind of this war. We're kind of a unit. We're like we're we're considered like the creative team, you know. And it's a battle all year long, and then we get there, and we're putting the work in, just trying to get it to look as close as possible. And there was quite a bit done by the time I arrived, more than probably we've ever had done. Mm. And so it was pretty far along, which actually took the stress nice. level down quite yeah. a bit. Still, a ton of work to do, but it was it was a little more manageable when I first got there, which you know was was different. And a lot of that's just Janet; she's just awesome, and you know, getting all this mm. stuff put together and stuff in the in the maze, and it's being like secured, and you know, going through all the the, uh, the protocols. There's this whole system that they have to kind of go through uh, to get things like checked and make sure it's yeah it's safe and sure um everything has to go through like this approval process so anyway she was um kind of on the forefront of that making sure that was all where it needed to be and made things a lot easier and then Ryan's the, this creative wizard he's kind of got his hand in almost everything over there and he's um comes up with all kinds of wild awesome ideas and you know he was the one that instigated a lot of the ideas for the maze and yeah like the game plan he was the, the the lead on that and um we just all tried to bring that vision to life and Able to kind of add our own little thoughts on the matter, but yeah. So that's a very long kind of breakdown that a lot of that will be cut, but uh, there <laughs> <laughs> there's this moment though, where the creative team kind of walks out and you see the, they do where they kind of have, um, what is it? It's kind of a, a drawing where the employees of the park get to sort of put their name in. It's basically this, um, if you're an employee from the park, you get kind of a sneak peek and, and the
1: maze isn't fully done. It's, you know, like a week before it's a little bit of a test, like a play test or something. You get to yeah tweak a couple things. Is that, do you guys roll some of the findings back in? Like, do you fix things? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it,
0: it's definitely a test for the maze and, uh, most of it's, uh, operational where it comes like, like timing and making sure the gags are working properly mm-hmm. and, um, you know, cause we, there was some things that actually broke and that's kind of normal just when you get it testing that hard over and over and over again. And the performers are also getting kind of used to what they're doing. So they get practiced up and they get better as they go and cool. the timing's better. And they're, they're more aware of when they need to, to pop out versus kind of sit back. The cool thing is we get to stand out there and see the crowd kind of gather and mm-hmm. they're all excited. And we, we know some of them, you know, because they do work in the park and then They're waving and like, oh, yeah, so excited, you know, and then uh, they get to go in and you get to see them walk out and get to see their reactions and you get to hear their reactions. And that's uh, when we also get to go look at the monitors and, you know, that becomes one of those things where you really study how they're how the timing is working and and where the bottlenecks are and uh, the things you try to plan for, but you don't really know till you get moving in the space, you know, so. That's the thing. Is like every scenic element contributes to whether it speeds
1: them through a space or slows them down. Mm-hmm. So, and you're like kind of studying that and be like, oh crap, that's taking too long. Or yeah, we we had some areas that are probably too beautiful. Oh, people like, are like just wandering and like, Oh yeah, because we have we have
0: these chroma depth glasses on. Oh, cool, and that really affects the way that they're seeing things. In yeah, so what'll happen is there's some things that. Are just um, like
1: fun to look at, like we were able to take some of those environments and yeah, make well, them awesome. What were some of the reactions? I want to hear about this. Like you freak some people out. Sounds like you had some moments of like inspiration and awe. it Was like,
0: yeah, I I think this this one felt kind of diverse that way. You'll have some mazes that are just terrifying the whole way. I mean, if you get a zombie in there, and if you s- chase the guests through a few turns throughout the maze, that's freaky. That's probably the most terrifying is just having <laughs> especially for that person in the back to have someone on their tail yeah um we didn't have that in this maze there was a, a couple kind of you know follows but nothing too extreme but some of our other mazes that have done that in the past they, they become a little bit more scary but the thing with a, a haunted attraction is like at the end of the day you're building an experience you know and some of them are going to be savagely scary and some of them are, are going to be just an experience to go through that's creepy or weird or, you know, yeah. kind of funky. And that's the, I think ours kind of hit on, there's some scary moments for sure. There's also some moments that you're just kind of captured by the space. Oh, and, that's cool. And it, and it, yeah, it's, but it's like a good movie too. Like a good horror movie is not scare, 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 scare. It's, you have to kind of lead in, you know, and you yep. have to kind of reset the emotions and you have to kind of bring them back in that space. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to take of, them
1: up and down and yeah, left and right
0: this is a, this does a better job so we got to see that and i usually don't stay that long to to see that but we also got to see opening day and see some of the responses Ooh. there and how's that it was good yeah
1: rewarding yeah very rewarding i think it um people laughing and just just screaming and having a good time when they walked out the other end thinking like man that was worth it
0: yeah some people are are their knees are collapsing and they can't stand <laughs> and they're screaming and their friends are all kind of laughing at them and holding them up and then there's you know that's awesome some people that. uh like looking at each other like wow did you see and they start you know chatting about what the experience in the maze and yeah that's always good but it is rewarding is like as the creative team we go there and uh get to see that and it, it was really cool
1: so you brought me a couple things i've got a yeah i got like a chicken wafer stick candy what is this thing it's a, Yeah, the, i forget the name there's a there's a there's a name for it but
0: it's kind of like a cheeto
1: a chicken chicken cheeto <laughs> yeah, like
0: it kind of reminds me of Willy Wonka, where <laughs> <laughs> there's the, that uh that treat they eat, and then it's uh, or whatever it is, it's a candy, but it tastes like a three course meal. The <laughs> things like
1: it, it tastes like a meal. <laughs> it's like six inches long and about an inch in diameter, and just round. It's like a yeah, it's a giant wafer chicken <laughs> stick. And I got like a a small poo. It's a poo chicken wafer. It's stick. like a a gummy poo.
0: It's a gummy poo. yeah. It's like
1: the poo emoji con, and yeah. Yeah, it just looks like a, a poo. And like if you ever had like dentine ice or something where you kind of tear out the uh, piece of gum, you just tear out the poop. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? like a wasabi hot sauce uh, taffy?
0: That, that one's not a wasabi. That's a Coca-Cola flavor. Oh, man. Like I'm, I'm not going to share that one with the kids. It's like a taffy. We were, we were, I was trying to figure out there's something in the States that is similar. Blaffy taffy? It's not quite laffy taffy because it's got kind of this uh, sugar sprinkled on the outside, but there's something definitely here that's similar. I just can't remember what it is. Something from my childhood that I've long forgotten. And these look these look more
1: just kind of like higher
0: quality, just caramels. I th- I think in Japan they're just mediocre quality, but my kids, the first year I went, I brought some of those back, and they're like, "Those are the best caramels I've ever had." <laughs> Big so fancy. Yeah yeah so we i think the highest standards of times i think in japan they're like oh yeah those are pretty good well i'm excited man excited yeah. to eat this little poop yeah the, the poop's good the, the chicken stick with the, the three course meal <laughs> a chicken chase, dinner chicken stick, dinner yeah. taffy chase have, it down with a poo have one of those with dinner for that's yeah, a it's a
1: real meal replacement right <laughs> well dude it's uh it's great having you back thanks good to be back you guys um uh, I don't know, get anything ready for for Halloween. I mean, it's October. We have a couple of weeks till uh, the thirty-first. You guys have any um, big plans?
0: Yeah, we're we're going to my daughter. She's got this uh pirate camp and it's put on by the Never Say Never Foundation. Hmm. And um they're a great like amputee based organization that builds awareness and kind of brings people together that have kind of, you know, some similarities that they can kind of find their little community. And it's been an amazing uh, community for her over the years. And um, this year we get to take the whole crew basically. And yeah, it's going to be amazing, but it's pirate camp. So we dress up as pirates for one of the last little get together, you know, parties hmm. before the event is over. And um, so we've gone out and got a bunch of pirate costumes, you know? Oh, that's cool. So, some of the cheap stuff from You know, some of the stores, they have like the $20, $30
1: kind of kits that sure last about a year or last a night. (laughs) Yeah. They're there for the night, (laughs) but that'll be fun. So they're, they're they're very carefully crafted to last for 24 hours because they need you coming back next year. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're already going to change costumes anyway, but.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so we've, do we want to be pirates for Halloween? Do we want to do something different? So that's kind of the the plan right now. And you're figuring that out. Yeah, because
1: that's next week, right? That you guys are heading out. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Next week.
0: Yeah, that that'll be fun. But as far as Halloween, I don't know. I, I think what happens is, and this is always kind of sad, is sometimes after going to Japan and working, well, you guys are probably just burn out. You get kind of burn out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, totally. But but you still have that desire of Halloween is is the greatest holiday of them all. And our family just loves Halloween. And yeah. um, I think if we had our way, it'd be Halloween every day forever but um so I, I think that desire is there but then the energy is another thing that we have to kind of question and consider <laughs>
1: so it's all these wants but i don't know what we'll end up doing we're sure. still kind of figuring that out we're kind of building this uh, environment a lot of skeletons hanging down we want to kind of walk the kids through our our garden path and i'm hoping we get a freeze so that everything all the plants look dead yeah you they know, look kind of beautiful right now there's for some reason <laughs> yeah we just we haven't had a freeze yet and that that's not like common i mean before october yeah but anyways hopefully everything dies and looks cool so we're trying to make it look all crazy and
0: hey it's looking good though these sunflowers are like seven feet tall
1: or something they're like 14 feet tall are they them. really yeah i guess the ones the ones up front are like 10 but I took this, I bought this massive skeleton and I unscrewed its uh, rib cage off of it and its jaw. Yeah. And then I put sunflower stalks kind of through it and (laughs) re-screwed it on. So it's got like, it's like got this, it's mouth agape and this, it's like, it's been sitting there with this plant that's grown through it and that's what's killed it or something, but it's awesome. We've got, uh, yeah, I'm just, I've never really gotten into the whole environmental aspect of it and, and, uh, it's fun. But You're creating a hole. Like experience for people that stop yeah. by, right? I mean, some people go to the nines. I'm not going that far, but it, it should be fun. I, I think it'll, I don't know, just be a cool experience, a cool moment for people. Do you have like a name? Is it, you know? Okay, that's, I'll, I'll think of that for next time. Yeah. You, you got to give it, especially if it's going to be a yearly thing. It's got to. Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of like the bamboo torture, you know, where you like lay oh, on it yeah. and it just grows through you. That was, it was a little eerie, but oh, uh, yeah. it's kind of cool.
0: I got to check it out. I, yeah. only, I only saw the giant sunflowers, but I, I, can't, I can't believe some are 14 feet
1: tall. Yeah, they're crazy. I'll, I'll have to go like walk through that when I leave. Yeah, we'll go check it out. But that, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's going to be cool. And um, the kids are all kind of just doing their own thing. They're, you know, they're getting older. Probably going to like parties and stuff. But yeah, if you guys go mm-hmm. in a, I don't know, a pirate run or something, I'll grab them. we will go hang out with you guys or something.
0: Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. We still got to figure out what we're going to do be fun to have an actual like party get together. I've got a friend in Southeast Idaho that just decks out his whole mm.
1: house and has this big get together. Yeah. And, um, that's pretty awesome. Looks like a lot of fun. But well, I think we did, last year well, we, we went, uh, ran around and we did like karaoke at your place. It was, it was a good time. Oh yeah. We did do that. We had a little bit of a shindig. Yeah. it's cool. Um, we were talking the other, the other night a little bit about something that, that maybe, I don't know if it ties specifically with Halloween, but, you know, Halloween's kind of this night of where we're celebrating kind of scary things, mm-hmm. and something that I think isn't always the easiest uh to approach uh, are are maybe scary emotions. We we were talking about kind of when we're feeling you know depressed or when we're feeling angry, and and a lot of times we're taught to find a way to to not feel those things, like find a way to be happy, find a way to escape those feelings, and. uh we were, we were talking about the creative potential of those, those feelings, like what there is to discover Yeah, when we're in those spaces, those space, spaces of, of sadness or uh, anger or depression. You know, I'm bringing this down a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> the reality is, is that I, I think I spent a lot of my life surrounded by culture that was kind of like, you know, those are bad feelings, really judgmental of those. But really, they're, they're very informative and, and insightful feelings along with the other ones.
0: Yeah, we're we're trained to avoid negative emotions. Yeah,
1: you know, and um, except for on Halloween, except, at least for at the, least fear <laughs> But
0: but it is unique though because it's kind of like a um, you're celebrating like horror. You're celebrating demons and and darkness and you know and
1: there's kind of a playfulness around that.
0: Yeah, but but it becomes a very positive emotion because of the embrace of it but it's kind of horrible stuff, you know? Oh yeah. I've
1: got a, I've got skeletons with sunflowers. Yeah. Apparently grown through them and killed them. So in a weird way, Halloween
0: is a way for people to, and this is maybe why you you like it. You like it so much is, is because it's reveals that, Hey, there's a lot of emotions in life. There's a lot of reality Mm. to this world that we live in. And a lot of that's dark. People Mm die. Horrible things happen. Scary things are out there. And if you, if you really love life, like if, in my opinion, if you really love life, you'll also have a part of you that has an appreciation for the shit, you mm-hmm. know, has an appreciation for the things that don't always go well. Um, being a creative, failure is one of the most important aspects of it, is building something and having it just be awful, because that's how you learn. Life's like that. So, So Halloween is this great example of, hey, we're going to celebrate like a reality of life, and we're going to make it kind of goofy and spooky and, and fun. A little and,
1: more approachable.
0: Yeah. Try to make it lighthearted, but at its roots, it's, it's a celebration of, you know, darkness and death and, you know, <laughs> all hollows Eve. And it's, and it's kind of wonderful,
1: you know? Yeah. But you're right. What, f- what What's wonderful about that? Why is that wonderful?
0: Oh, cause it's a, it's an important part of life. Um, uh, okay. Here's, 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 here's this, this is all, personal. So it's, it's not like I'm, I have some kind of a degree in this that I'm, I'm spouting like historical information or anything, right? But when I grew up, you know, we, we lived in a, in a town that, you know, it was kind of religious and, um, there's this idea of demons and darkness is, you know, kind of taboo and, and definitely something that you wouldn't want to parade around. But when I was a kid, I mean, I had some super weird dreams dreams that almost made me feel like alienated when I try to talk to my friends about it and they'd laugh and get uncomfortable and you're weird. That's so weird. Like, why would you have a dream? About it? You know, they'd be uncomfortable. And I just be like, Oh yeah, uh, I'm kidding. You know, it was a lot of it. And then I go home and I'm like, what the hell, man? Like I, I can't, I can't like talk about this stuff to, to anybody, you know, or, or even, you know, even parents, even siblings—it's just, oh man, you know, you always get this kind of blank. Oh, that's crazy! Like, and you can just kind of read people. Eventually, at a young age, I was like, oh, I can read if people are just totally uncomfortable with what what I'm what I'm saying. So you learn to kind of just take things in and and just try to deal with them yourself and be like, why was yeah. you know why did I have that dream of this you know giant dragon munching on babies and you're like it's <laughs> well, a weird thing, right? But it was a, it was a series of, of dreams, but I also found a lot of, um, peace in it. You know, I actually, in the dreams, I used to like talk to these hideous things and they all Crazy have these creatures. hearts, <laughs> they, all, they all have these hearts, you know, like these <laughs> agendas that were just kind of part of their life. So you start to appreciate their world, their, their, their role in it all kind of. And there was this like awareness when I was younger that, man, this stuff, horror is beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. like pain is beautiful. And I don't want to if you read into that the wrong way it's like this dude's a psychopath like he likes all these horrible things that's not that's not the the point you're
1: saying like you appreciated these angles
0: yeah because it because they offer a balance yeah they're they're really deep rooted in in one direction but it really allows you to see the beauty of all the other directions you know sure and that's that's the thing is I, i grew up loving heavy metal and that's kind of part of that you know you start to question that. It's like, why do I feel good when I listen to this, when it's supposed to be, it's, it's hateful music. It, some of these guys are
1: it's, it's like this, <laughs> this like attack on the senses, yeah. right? Cause it, you know, you're basically hitting everything that's loud, but there's, there are folks, like I, I've, I've known a few people that, uh, they turn on heavy metal, like when they're in stressful, like when they're in traffic, heavy traffic, not to get agitated, but to settle down, just to let themselves yeah. be at peace.
0: Yeah it's a weird thing
1: yeah for some folks like that's like that is a way to connect with an inner calm
0: mm -hmm. so and i and i found that the more stressed the more depressed more anxious i was or am in life even today it's like there's this certain type of frequency that i need in my body mm -hmm. to just sort of chill that out and i feel great you know there's this heavy metal bar in japan that's about as big as Most people's bathrooms, like it's super small, super intimate. Go there and you have a few drinks, and it's just the most hardcore stuff you'd ever think of.
1: (laughs) And you're like, "I'm home."
0: Everyone and there's like smiling and happy, and it's just (laughs) like you know. But 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 the thing is, you hear that's bad, and 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 it's not just hearing that it's bad. There was this uh, there's this awesome documentary called The Secret of Water that I just love. Right, and in there they they kind of talk about how water will crystallize based on. Uh, frequency its input so they would put like you know everyone likes to use classical music they'll put classical oh, cool. music and yeah look at the these beautiful formations of these crystals in the water you know and then uh and this is what happens when we put on heavy metal and it's like you know and then you see like these crazy like horrifying shapes Well, actually those <laughs> those crystals look like halloween like they have that creepy tone to them and you know that shape language i look at that and i go that's beautiful What a beautiful shape mm. but in comparison to these beautiful like fractal system crystal you know mm-hmm. constructs it's you go okay well i can see how why most people would say this organization is more beautiful than this chaos but chaos has its own beauty you know it's so <laughs> but, but it's funny because even in this documentary they're kind of treating it like hmm maybe you should think about not listening yeah. to heavy metal without saying that it's like they're showing a contrast for a reason right yeah yeah they're, they're showing <laughs>
1: beauty and what they would judge is the opposite of that yes yeah, it's kind of tough to get away from all the judgment you know cr- yeah. critique and do i value your creative output a lot of times that comes through a lens of bias and i mean it will always come through a lens of bias and and some form form of judgment but What's tough is when the reality is, is we're, we're all a little weird. You know, we all have these, these aspects to us that may, maybe are, are a little more challenging to express because you don't know how the world's going to judge them. Mm -hmm. And you think about creativity and creativity is, it's really asking for this judgment free, just space to just let itself do its thing, to let it be expressed. And, you know, for, for holding things back and we're, we're only trying to present what we feel like the world wants to see, uh, it, it limits that creative p- potential, you know, it, and in a way like what the world wants to see are probably the things that, that are kind of similar to what they've seen before. Real innovation, real invention, real new kind of discovery. Mm. A lot of times lives in those those areas where we may feel a little f- afraid to tap into. It's like, yeah. I'll, I'll reveal too much about who I really am or something. Yep,
0: super, super vulnerable, yes. you know, when you, when you really go like deep with, you know, those creations and yeah. Most people don't. Like you you've worked with a lot of creatives, you know. You probably play s- it safe, right? Yeah, you've probably seen that, that that safety net that they kind of wrap around themselves to say, oh, I'm gonna, you know, play within my path here. And especially in design, I mean, you have to you, you have to consider so many perspectives and and, and modes and and uh, you have to consider so many different angles and so many different components before you can really come up with a good design. But that's kind of playing it safe you know yeah and it that can be not very fun after a while when you feel like you're a designer for everyone else and then you sit back and go well who the hell am i
1: yeah no <laughs> you know there's a lot to that like kind of live in life to try and be accepted by other people versus live in life because you know who you are and you're not afraid of that and you just put it out there and and it's like you don't really care how people mm-hmm. respond i mean obviously we need to be considerate of, you know, basic things like safety and, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. But, you know, I, I sometimes will see someone who's extremely courageous, you know, uh, and a lot of times it's a young woman or a young man who's just really connected with themselves. And it's amazing the stuff they put out there. You're almost, you're just like trying to, trying to parse it and figure out like, what's the rule system behind this? And you can tell they're tapping into it and, and they're not afraid of it. They're just kind of putting out Mm-hmm. These amazing creations and ideas, and maybe maybe a little bit of an attitude of you know if you if you don't like it, who gives a shit? Yeah, you yeah. know I didn't make it for you.
0: Yeah, there's two sides of that that spectrum of any set kind of creation. It's the I don't care. This is for me. I understand it. No one else has to. I'm gonna like you know push it out there. Yeah, and um, there's a other side where it's okay. Well, it must be sellable. It must follow these rules. Yeah. It must be you know I, you need to market it in the right way and. It needs to be appropriate, and you know, in and while there's a lot of truth to that, especially depending on what you're trying to develop and sell, right? But there's this other side that also is wonderful as well, you know. And it kind of goes back to <laughs> this organization versus a chaos. Right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, that we talked about last week. Yeah, or last time. Yeah,
0: or even just the 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 crystals, you know.
1: Yeah. The the oh the water right, right,
0: right. as they crystallize. It's yes. It's it's the same thing, but
1: is. Is either one right or wrong? I think, I think we need we need a little bit of both, huh? Yeah, seems like it. Well, if you think about the fact that we get such a rise out of Halloween, you know, there's an aspect I think of humanity that wants our inner weird a little bit. They want they want a little bit of a window into that that newness, that like excitement. There's something novel about that because it is part of again the unique thing that I may bring to the world. Yeah. You know, they've never seen before. Um, there's also a lot of a lot of times, a lot of depth to it. Yeah. You know,
0: what, why do you think we like that though? Like, you see someone that you mentioned, you know, someone that might be younger, just kind of found this thing. They don't give a shit. And then they're just doing their thing and they're selling their thing. But why, why is that so appreciated? A lot of people look at that and go, wow.
1: Now, do you mean like, why is that good for me to do that myself? Or why is that wonderful to see and to experience? Wonderful to see
0: from just kind of a,
1: you know, Average
0: person kind of looking at someone who's really just storming their way through life and, and and going all in on themselves and creating what they know they can create
1: and they're not really following the rules that they sh-
0: should maybe you know
1: yeah dude it's like going to I mean in my in my case I've never I've never traveled internationally and I can't wait to get out you know to Europe or you know to Japan or something and just go take in this novel experience I've never had before mm-hmm. it's like if I just kind of if I see. 10 replicas basically people have just done safe works it's like yep seen it seen it seen it i mean it's pretty it's beautiful obviously there's Mm -hmm. a skill there but you hit something that's novel and and we crave novelty Uh, we just do and when you see something that's like wait i don't even know how to i need to stop here for a minute and i just need to drink this in Mm -hmm. try to understand the systems the meaning what it means to me because i've never never interfaced with with this composition or this collection of thought or or you know just weirdness it's and it's most things are weird until they're familiar yeah right so weird is almost just a label of of novelty almost or i've not seen that before um that's the beauty of it is is that we crave discovery mm-hmm. you know if you took all that out it would just be you know we never probably would have gotten anywhere yeah i don't know what do you think people see that and just appreciate it I mean, also people could be offended by it, yeah, obviously. For You're, sure. You have a kind of a mix of, or why, why are people offended or why are people, what do you think people are like intrigued?
0: Yeah, because I guess there's multiple ways to take it. And I, I, I might be overgeneralizing like if I'm saying, why do we all love people being, you know, unique and, and trailblazers? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that hate that. And I do actually believe it has something to do with self-reflection. I think that if you've built your whole life on really, keeping things close to the code and and everything you're supposed to do in life and following all the rules, right? It is horrifying to see someone breaking all the rules. Mm -hmm. You go, why can't they just get it? Why can't they? At the same time, it's like, why do you care? The reason why you care is because there might be a part of you that goes, I have been following this path for so long and I'm happy, but I feel like I'm missing something in life. Why can't I just like I don't
1: get know, crazy. I don't know myself. Yeah, in a
0: way, break rules. What What is missing in me that that's not a, an option for me? Some people might say, "Well, there's nothing missing. That's why you're, you're able to follow the rules." But but what if actually, like, why
1: do I always color in the lines? Yeah,
0: I think <laughs> think about it. You know, so it could be have a you tease of of a, another life or a, something you might have never uncovered. You might be 60, 70 years old, and
1: man, have you seen that guy on YouTube? He like. He takes like a coloring book. It'd be like a Disney coloring book and he'll start coloring it in and he modifies it. So it becomes this horror scene and it's so cool. I haven't it seen it. So cool. I have
0: not seen this, but I just heard about this like two days ago yeah. from a friend. So it's funny that you're bringing this up because <laughs> I, like I, I might've seen some in, in the
1: past, but I don't think I've really realized like the context of it or what, what was happening. So yeah, the irony of, not, look of it up. not coloring in the lines there it's like oh man it, it's amazing no i yeah it's awesome I, I do think though if you've lived a
0: life that you've you're kind of been in both sides to a degree mm-hmm. where you've done some stuff that you're not super proud of and then also you've you've followed in line you know and and had some success there i think sometimes You know for me anyway there's an appreciation for someone that's just all in on and totally vulnerable and producing things that i would i might be embarrassed about you know because then you go you know if you've dabbled in that arena you go wow and what if what if i would have done that when i was younger and and just went all
1: in on on these things and yeah it kind of gives you permission to maybe explore that space yourself
0: yeah yeah and this whole topic though halloween and, and the acceptance of, of maybe some of that darkness and you know it still to this day makes me think back and go what if yeah i would have laid into this a little bit harder and just kind of owned it and been more proud of what i was and 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 i know we, we I mean you had talked about this the other day but maybe just maybe if you're going through a depression if you're going through you know a really tough time and, and you have these these horrible thoughts right and you're, you're put into these horrible mindsets and you you just you're just sort of digging deeper into this this darkness just kind of hopelessness and things like that yeah yeah there, there's a chance though that your your creation while you're in that state of mind could actually benefit those that are not you know or might be journeying there maybe it's a way to protect them from having to go as far
1: or maybe- or even just saying, hey, I'm here with you. I understand yeah. it. You're not alone.
0: And and maybe even just from an inspiration standpoint of wow, you were able to go that far into this depth. And you were able to bring something back from this world that now our world gets to view and and
1: analyze and go, wow. You know? Be informed by.
0: Yeah. And maybe you're the only one that can see it. In that particular way, because your perspective means so much, you know. Thousands of people might be in that same level of debt darkness, but it's always a little different based on who you are and your perception of it, you know. Wow. If you're there, bring us something back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? if, bring us some weird Cheeto thing. Yeah.
1: Bring us a weird <laughs> Cheeto thing. Let let, I don't know, just allow those moments to be as important and as real and cherished or valued as any other moment and let them like all of our moments teach us things. If we let us stay yeah. there, it's like we're feeling these ways because we have something to learn and mm-hmm. yet yeah, being able to like say, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm going to make myself receptive in this moment. Okay. My body and, and, and this situation I'm in teach me as you were saying, like you pick up the guitar and you start to play mm-hmm. and some of, some of the chords or some, I don't know. What's that like? And,
0: I, and I'm not a good guitarist. I'm not a good songwriter at all, but I am pr- pretty good. Uh, I, I can make some things sound okay, but I, the people who know me well, they know that when I pick up a guitar and I, I'm i not there to, to sing goofy songs to my kids because I do that too. I'll pop in the room and wake them up with a guitar and sing them a stupid song. Um, but when I'm kind of sticking to myself and I'm sitting on the couch or the floor and facing a corner of the wall and I'm playing something (laughs) that's, that's moody, you know, that's not really upbeat. That's got kind of a, a somber tone to it. They, they know that I'm, I'm really fighting with something. I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm down. I'm, you know, but for me, I'm healing and I'm actually super, there's, there's this euphoria that's coming. You, You can't see it, but I'm, I'm actually doing a really good job at, at sort of combating that and i'm allowing myself i can't even say combat because it's allowing yourself to be down and then just own the moments and then yeah it, it really does turn them into a positive though because i don't look at depression as horrible i think it's horrible when i see other people suffer and they ha- and they haven't found their way to kind of connect with that connect yeah connect or own it if i feel sad because i see them wearing down. But depression can be something that's insightful and a a, a transformation of self Mm -hmm. if you really let it, you know. And that's what's happening in those moments. I've just found ways to work it out to where I find peace with it. And, you know, I don't know how this is going to sound. I sometimes, if if everything in life is going really good and I'm happy all the time, there's a side of me that starts to ache. And so there's a draw to sadness. Which is the weirdest thing to say. Oh, but dude. You ever, you ever been like that, though? Where everything's awesome, everything's awesome. It's like you start to, to miss this side of you. And, and it's not that you try to ruin your life, but, but I think what, what I end up doing is I start to recall bad things that have happened, you know, and then it's become soothing. It's the weirdest thing to think about, but, but there's, a, there's a balance there that can mm. occur it's hard to talk about. It's like hard to even say that now being like, oh, who's going to judge that? And be like, this dude's out of his mind. <laughs> you know I what I mean?
1: We have all these, these moments that take us to different extremes. But we also have the reflections of those feelings, those experiences to kind of remind us that we're in an extreme. Maybe we're feeling this amazing euphoria and we're like just having the greatest time. I've also had moments like that where it's kind of like when you're in flow state. And then all of a sudden you become aware you're in flow state and you start watching yourself. You start making all these mistakes. And yeah. it's like all of a sudden I start being aware that, wait, life isn't this good all the time. Or this is amazing. um Do I even, okay, I deserve to be here. But then I start to also remember the realities, the other realities. Like we carry this, this blend of these wonderful moments, these very hard moments, and, and they shape us and they build us, make us these complex, wonderful creations. Yeah. It, it kind of makes sense. Um, and, and it's really good. It helps us stay grounded. Yep. You know, because I think one of the things book, yeah. that, uh, I was reading a book on meditation and a really cool paragraph. It said that a lot of people, it's like they spend their lives chasing after 5% of their experience, which is wonderful. Running from the 5% of their experience, which was just dreadful, and ignoring the 90% of their experience, which is really what life's mostly about, which is kind of this Ooh, mixture. That's heavy. Yeah. And, um, Holy crap. It was all about trying to get us to stop chasing toward and running from and live in this, this reality. Um, but mm. you know, I, I love the idea though of one way and a really important way to really. Manage because tough feelings are tough. Like yeah, they're and sometimes they can they can be risky. Like if you're feeling overly hopeless and you just don't feel like you have any options, you know, yeah. those can be those can be risky moments. Oh yeah. But if we have ways to instead of say, hey, I've got I can't do anything here, like life doesn't matter, if instead we can open up and we can say, This is terrible and hard, what what do you have to teach me right now? What do I have to teach me? And we let our, we let ourselves open up to our creative outlet whatever that looks like, whether guitar, drawing, writing, and maybe we, we don't write anything or we, we just write, we just open ourselves up to it. Yeah. Maybe that's something to move in toward in those moments, not, not to escape them, not to say, Hey, I want to find some way to distract myself from this feeling, but to communicate the feeling, to have another way to interpret the feeling. And, you know, yeah, I think, I think there's so much insight there and, and also developing a familiarity and a comfort level with like those things that we, that are painful is so important. Increasing our window of tolerance to, to these situations. Cause it'll mean that when we get in them, we don't, you know, go nuts and we don't just like throw our hands in the air and just collapse on the ground and give up. Now, sometimes we got to collapse on the ground for a few minutes and give up. It
0: feels good sometimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I like that. I like, uh, there's something so important to this other kind of side of the emotional feeling wheel which are you know feelings of anger hatred sometimes depression sadness like they're just as precious to us as the the, the joy the excitement yeah,
0: they really are and if you can live a life that because here's the thing there's no way around it no there's not like that's reality i don't know a life any that anyone has lived that isn't met with some kind of significant drop in that frequency yeah so there's a sad moment in everyone's life and that sucks right? It's probably a depressing moment in everyone's life. At least all the people I know. I'm not trying to capture the whole world or for throughout time, but it seems to come up quite a bit, right? Look through someone's personal Wikipedia page and see if (laughs) you don't see the the rise and fall, right? But I I think that if that's going to happen anyway, and you know it's going to happen, don't live in a a state of fear of that happening, because it will. But what you can do is start to model your brain in a way that that really handles that in a healthy way and just says, I can find a connection to this. I can find a way that this makes sense in my life. And, and I can start to appreciate the pain. I can appreciate how the darkness, I can appreciate how low I've, I've, I've gotten in the past and how low I might become. And through that, you know, and I hate to tie everything to creativity, but even when you say writing anything down, you're allowing it to push you to do something, you know? Yeah. Do anything, even if, that, even if you're just cleaning up your room because it's taking your mind off. It's like, allow yourself to produce when you're in that state and just see what happens with it. You know, I do think sometimes the worst thing you can do is, is sit there and dwell on it. And even building communities of people who are, are, are focused on the negativity of it. Does that make sense? Like, let's say you're having a bad time. You're, you're anxious. Find a community online and everyone's anxious. Everyone's dealing and suffering from anxiety. Okay, that can be great. Your first time in it, you're like, ah, oh, I found my people. But what if all of the perspectives on of, of that group is always negative and it's always just, this is how my anxiety just brought me down and uh, continue to be down and continue to take life away and continue? That community will never help you with a healthy perspective on it and you'll never vibrate into another frequency and that's where i see people even in today's world a lot of people are just hitting on this anxiety is huge right now Mm -hmm. right but there's a a different type of attitude towards it It, it's it's more of a this is anxiety so we've got to be like really thoughtful not not add anxiety to anybody in our life and not push ourselves too hard to create more anxiety and add more to our plate to create more anxiety it's it's this crazy thirst for avoidance to the level of are you even human at some point? Are you even trying to 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 live that out? Or has that become your reality? You know? Has that become your life? I think for a lot of people it has. And I'm not trying to to put anyone down, but I do think there you just have to be careful with your communities because if you're in a community that is instead, yeah, we have anxiety. These are the ways we're working through it. These are the ways we're trying to build our perspective on it in a new way to where we can Live life and, and pull out of it. Or if we can't pull out of it, we learn to really embrace it and value it in a way to where we realize our anxiety actually makes us a better person. That's a different community. You get yourself surrounded by those type of people, all wanting to embrace it in their own way. You'll 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 have a new take on it, and you won't be caught in that
1: in that trap. Kind of just just dwelling dwelling in the uh, the emotion and never really processing it. And I think. Uh, we think about embracing that, that, that inner weird with us, or we, we think about creating in those spaces. I think one thing that's just really important, especially in those moments, like if we're going to create in those moments, the audience is me. If I'm going to create, I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm yeah. doing this to learn. I'm doing this to, to receive insight from and find another way to let those feelings that I'm experiencing communicate to me and teach me if you get caught up again and like, Oh, I got to make something cool that someone else will appreciate in those moments that can throw anxiety back onto it. Right. And and at the end of the day, like I think like embracing our inner weird and being able to live in these moments, not being afraid of them, um, not trying to avoid them. It's more about self acceptance in general. It's about getting out of that trap of needing to be accepted by others. It's about having a genuine love for for yourself and a basically like, you know what? Like, I'm on this planet not to impress any of you. I'm feeling down right now. I'm going to play my guitar. I don't care if you like what comes out the other end of it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for me, you know and in almost almost every respect. so in a lot of people, because of that because of you being authentic, yeah, it's that authenticity. people
0: will appreciate it, you know, and yeah, you're right, it's not for them, but I think everyone has to believe that being authentic is a wonderful trait to have, and it's very you know attractive in a lot of ways oh yeah and so and it shouldn't be about how it's perceived but it's at the same time i think that's all people worry about is how things are interpreted or 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 understood and so if if there's anything that you know if that is kind of your mode of analysis then maybe just kind of try that hat on of, of being authentic and being who you are is is awesome at the end of the day and and usually the people that don't
1: like it are usually fighting with something that themselves they're struggling with their own authenticity yeah guarantee that they're struggling with Absolutely. their own authenticity if they're uh throwing that on everyone else so yeah I, I think uh you know draw outside the lines draw your own lines um don't don't let don't let anyone's judgment or prior experience kind of be your constraints mm-hmm. it's like we each have this really unique journey through life own it uh, we each have our inner weird express it you know connect with it let it it is a part of each of us, and it's beautifully unique to each of us. And maybe it's one of the the, the coolest things we have. You know, mm-hmm. um, embrace it if you want. Share it. You don't obviously have to, but I would say don't hide it. You know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, hiding that can be never really fully understanding who I really am. And and there's something beautiful in knowing yourself. So, you know, one one kind of thought,
0: um, maybe, just maybe. You might be the only person that sees the world in this particular way. In this in this very specific way. You might be the only person that can see what you see and feel what you feel. And isn't isn't doesn't that make it worth maybe just writing something down, you know, talking about it, letting people view you as is weird if that's what it takes, but you've got this very special insight that no one else has. Why not let it free? You know? yeah. It's like, what a a cool idea. Totally. If the only reason why we're all here is just to, to see, to experience, then why not? Why not share it? You know, why not put it somewhere, put it in a book that someone will read 200 years after you die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In a way race in what I'm hearing. Um, the, the, the corporation where I work um, on the floor, it says the best way to predict the future is to invent it. And it's kind of inspiring. Oh, I love that. It, it's an engineering, you know, uh, shop that I work at. But what you're talking about is innovation. And when you think about it, you're the only person with that perspective to bring out that innovation, that innovation can't happen without that willingness to, to take that risk, to put that out there. And yes, there's going to be plenty of people that'll judge it blow past them because there's going to be other people who are authentic or innovators just like you and I and and them and they're going to appreciate it they're going to understand and they're going to see it when someone has tapped into a similar concept of self-acceptance and a willingness to embrace that inner weird because they're doing it too
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know you'll find that really cool authentic community amongst those people I think there's a really cool cultural kind of a movement against the lines that the previous generations have told us we need to fit and color, color inside of, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, that's pretty exciting too, which we love about all the generations
0: that will, you know, to come is, uh, will be always changing yeah. with the generation before, you know, <laughs> rips it place. apart. It's
1: the best thing ever. That's
0: well, part of the <laughs> part of the design there. So it's supposed to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Get out there. Be weird. Um, I will too. I'll go make some weird uh s- skeleton haunts out in my front yard with some more sunflowers. Happy sunflowers growing through their, That's right. <laughs> their bones. We, we all need to <laughs> I keep on looking at my neighbors. I'm like, uh, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> go further. You be weirder. <laughs> um, I've noticed that you just have well uh, manicured grass.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I've got these 14 foot tall sunflowers that. that are with skeletons wrapped (laughs) through them it is spooky out there yeah i'm that's what i'm gonna do right now is take a walk through your your horrifying sunflower maze
1: let's do it man let's go check it out (laughs) awesome (laughs) see everybody see you thanks for listening folks uh you can continue the conversation over on reddit we have a subreddit jurassic unicorn we've also got instagram we've
0: got youtube you can check the links in the description and find us there
1: yeah All right. Take care.
0: See everybody.